0: delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business we help gym owners win here are your hosts tim lyons and randy angston all right welcome back to the build to grow podcast i'm your host tim lyons joined today in studio by none other than randy angston (laughs) Live studio audience. Fantastic. So good to see everybody here in the studio. Uh, thanks, Nick. Uh, <laughs> 80, 80 people in <laughs> If you're listening to this today and you look at your calendar and it says October 5th and it's before 1 p.m. Pacific time or 4 p.m. Eastern time, you do have time to register for the Black Friday webinar. I'm hosting it today. winninggym.com slash BF23. It'll be in the show notes. The reason you want to be on this This is a great time for you as a gym owner to pick up uh, new clients, generate massive cash deposits, and uh, you know the the marketplace is conditioned to pull out their wallets on Black Friday, and this is your opportunity. You cannot complain that you didn't hit your numbers this year and and not run at Black Friday. You can only win if you register. If you play, if you (laughs) play, you can only win if you play. Right? You can't win if you don't play. Right? That's the old lottery thing. But listen, that's the truth. Yeah. So you're going to want to join me. You got time uh, today. I'll be there. It's going to be probably a good 90 minute webinar. Um, I'm sharing all of the, I've I've cracked the code. I mean, this is something that works This worked for eight years across the board for, for hundreds of gyms. Um, Just such a great campaign and I'm revealing all the secrets today
1: to the tune of what 16 million or so in training revenue collected. So you'll want to be in that webinar. That's for sure.
0: Big time stuff. Okay, so this this episode, guys, we're talking about the culture within your facility for the need of sales, right? So one of the you know, if you go to a big box gym in the industry in the fitness industry, you know th- those personal trainers have to sell. They, mm-hmm. they, they're they're that's the way that they make money. They have to go out on the floor, meet new clients, try to close deals, do it on their own, whatever it is. They got to make sales. Uh, in our facility, we have kind of a different style of culture because what, we, what we've what we learned for years and years, it's like personal trainers, fitness coaches, aren't really always the best salespeople. However, they need to understand that the business, in order to operate and generate profit, in order for them to make money, they have to make sales. The business yep. has to make sales. So how do we go about this kind of tiptoeing this line, this, this, tightrope walk between, hey, we don't want you to have to sell, but we need you to sell. Um, and in this episode, we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit and, and how yeah. to make it look real easy for your coaches to do that.
1: I think, um, you know, first and foremost is people have a, some people have a natural resistance around sales. What they don't know is that they sell all of the time, mm-hmm. right? And with every conversation that's had, a sale takes place. I mean, people, you, um, you know, from the time you're a kid, you're trying to convince your parents to give you. You know, candy or like you know, get away with not going, going out to, with friends, not going or bed, not going yeah, and not go to bed early. All those types of things, right? Like it's it, sales are part of just natural conversation. It's when we attribute it to like the exchange of value, or f- where we feel like we're taking something from somebody. That's usually where most of that resistance comes from. From a lot of those nurture, care type, um the trainer brain, if you may. And so uh, first, I mean, I I would absolutely just have the conversation with them and let them know that, you know, the sale isn't necessarily a bad thing, that in order to be able to serve that client, the sale has to take place. And in order for them to do the job and everything that they're great at, we need to be able to sell, you know, to new individuals and just at least start their mindset around. It's not, there shouldn't have to be a stigma. It's not a bad thing. Um, and it should be coming from a place of servitude and, and you know, care and compassion. If, if our clients are coming to us for the greatest result and we mm-hmm. know that we have the opportunity to give them a better result by moving them into a higher priced programming or layering in nutrition or you know, some other program uh, or ancillary sales that would help with those results, that is the obligation of mm-hmm. serving that client, right? And yeah. so um, I think first and foremost, obviously the mindset of the individual when it comes to sales is gonna be a big part of it. But then, you know, getting into how you could do it in your job, it doesn't have to come across like a hard, cold, you know, sales opportunity. And I think that on the coaching floor, there's a million of those, you know, uh, opportunities. opportunities.
0: Yeah, and, you know, one of the best things that we've done recently was, you know, uh, y- your clients are going to ask you, "What should I do about nutrition?" Mm-hmm. And we all know during the training session, it's very difficult to really dive into it, any- anyways. Um, but in- instead of trying to give advice instead of being like hey what are you eating right now and you know what's your you know what's your calorie intake and all this stuff on a training floor or even doing your best to do it in between sessions what we've done here and what i think every gym should do is have a central point or central a a, a universal answer to this same question and our universal answer is uh, yes mrs johnson you need to talk to brandy about nutrition and because Brandy's our nutrition coach Brandy's also uh, commissioned to do sales for nutrition. And if we can help line up Brandy and edify her as the go-to person within your facility, it's gonna do two things. Number one, it's gonna create more sales. Mm -hmm. But number two, it gets the message across all clients to be Mm -hmm. universal. We're not having Coach A trying to teach Mrs. Johnson something and Coach B trying to teach somebody else something else um, because you know, more often than not, the coach is going to have their own philosophies anyway. Sure. So we have a global response. Hey, you need to talk to Brandy. Can I I get her, you set up with her for an appointment? And what
1: I like that too, too, because what it does is it kind of breaks up almost the roles and responsibilities, like a setter and closer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because most people, right? Like even in the sales world, the closers are the, they are the salespeople. They're the good ones, right? They're the people that get paid a little bit more money because they're the ones that get the person to sign on the line, right? The setters usually have a little bit less um, usually, a little less skill set when it comes to the ability to take somebody the distance in the close, but that's the reason that they're the setter is they're they're the relationship, they're the ones that's creating some of the rapport, guiding that person closer to the opportunity, mm-hmm. and that's all that th- that's all they should be re- like, um, all they should be attempting to do, right? Don't mm-hmm. try to go for the close, go for the appointment,
0: yeah. And yeah. and if
1: that's where their comfort level is, let's let's accelerate that, right? How many people can we put in front of Brandy? As that's many all they as need possible. to, yeah. and that's all they need to worry about, right? It's right. Uh, hey, she's the expert. I need to, I need to get good at making sure people know Brandy is the absolute best, and they need to be in front of her. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And Let her, that's her their do only the rest, job, right? Yeah,
0: and, and it sets her up, and edifies her, and it, and again, the universal, the 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 communication across all clients can be the same, which is the probably the number one thing that I'm most concerned about. Yeah, yeah I want them in front of Brandy. I want, want Brandy getting more closed deals and all that stuff on the nutrition, but. I don't want some abstract coach coming in here and throwing some weird stuff at a client we don't know about Yeah, because they're doing it in between sessions and like, hey, yeah, go um, get these uh, smoothies over at this place and you're going to lose weight, whatever, right? You never know. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: Well, and it goes back to the, the, the whole brand you know, controlled aspect. I mm-hmm. mean, when it comes to the programming and the program design, obviously that's that's a big component that we've we've solidified in the facility. The nutrition is just another way of, or you know, you have to control that conversation just as much. The brand has to own the result of the client in that regard, not the individual coach. Of course, of and course. Uh, because we don't have multiple coaches doing multiple options, we have got one process. One one process, yeah. and that's the the way everyone has to go. But uh, I think that you know. Like, you, like we've been saying you're, you're, the responsibility of the coach might not be for sales but if you look at say, like we've talked about before there's different ways of making more money in your, your, your facility mm-hmm. right in or, if you were to go and think of like selling new memberships is like that's the responsibility of your marketing and your, your whoever's doing the sales consultations your coach in the floor make make ascension their responsibility like the clients that are already in your facility, what opportunities do those clients have for a greater result? And, you know, in the other end of the coin, you know, it provides the opportunity for the business to make more money. That should be the responsibility of that team, in my opinion, right? Like what can our coaches, they should be asking questions. They should be making sure that the clients are in the right memberships for their their results. You know, when Mrs. Johnson's been coming two times a week, maybe she needs to come a third time a week, or maybe she could benefit from that. But the ask should be at that coach's, Mm -hmm. you know, like at the coaching level. They're the ones that are with that person all the time, they're the resident expert we need to have the mindset of the prescription right <clears throat> like we are providing that client with the results that they're looking for not taking orders and allowing them to decide right you know what's best for them
0: no i like that because um the the influence the coach has is everything. Absolutely. The, 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 the clients respect coaches, or they should. If they if they don't, they've got a bigger problem. But they respect the authority of the coach. They are hiring the coach to do the work. They expect the coach, it, it, the clients expect the coach to look out for the client in their best interest. If it's in their best interest to come a third day, then the coach is responsible it's our responsibility yeah. to get them to move up. And that's what, what essentially is ascension. Yeah. Mrs. Johnson, I mean, I see that you're getting great results. Is, you know, like I know you talked about this weight loss goal at this yep. particular date. Well, let's get you in for another date. How's that sound? And then just walk them into the front office and, and hand it off to you know your fitness director hey uh zach listen mrs johnson's gonna go ahead and jump up to another uh, session per week can you take care yeah absolutely come on in right boom that's so easy to do and that's not it's selling but it's not hard cold closed selling like that's what people think it is
1: exactly and i think that's the thing like coaches that are you know that that have that fear it's it's like them sitting down across from somebody and having to have the whole conversation for minute one what do i say how do i go you don't have, you're already in, you're already doing 99% of it. They don't realize it, mm-hmm. right? They're talking to the clients about the results. They're talking about some of the things that are eaten in their yeah. activities and things like that, but look for opportunities within those conversations to align the client's desires and results with new opportunity for the business to make one money. Perfectly said.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's start, let's just end that there because that's. If you can get your whole team on board with that, the whole the whole business is going to do better. It's going to flourish, right? Because the second way you make more money is is your current clients buying either additional things or paying more. Well, you can do both, right? They can yep. pay more by getting additional things. They can do nutrition. They get supplements. They can do uh, an extra session per week, uh, etc. Now this. This isn't asking for a referral. This is looking at the current client that's standing in front of you and and hoping that they get the best results possible with you. And by doing that, usually means the higher up the ascension ladder they need to go to get better results. That's just the way it works. There you go. Okay, y'all. Well, that's it for this episode. (laughs) Try to build that into your next team meeting. I think that'll help everybody out and uh, get your coaches all on the same page and you'll see your business kind of move forward, moving the needle. That's, I mean, that's, that's,
1: that's growth without you having to go spend money to acquire new clients. I mean, that's a that's a huge place for opportunity that's al-
0: it's already in your business. Yeah. Awesome. Great one. All right. That's it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals.